Hey everybody, welcome back to Black Girlish. This is your host, Tegan Lee, coming to you from beautiful Darawal country on the south coast of Sydney. First and foremost, I would love to pay my respects and acknowledge the country that I am creating this content on today, passing my respects to elders past, present and emerging. So wow, it has been such a long, long seven month hiatus and it is so nice to be able to get back behind the mic and bring this podcast back to life. So what has been happening? (laughs) Well, I started work full time. I'm currently working for a really cool global infrastructure company. Um, As you also know, I'm studying at uni. I'm doing my Bachelor of Communication and Media. Um, which this podcast was actually born out of one of my assessments. Um, I've currently put study on part-time at the moment just because I've got a lot of stuff going on, like personally. Um, You know, I am fighting for my daughter who is living in Norway with my ex-husband, her dad, and uh, that in itself has been incredibly, you know, emotionally draining and such uh but anyways moving on um i've also been working on revamping this podcast uh you know working on the branding the colors looks, sounds i want to bring more of a informative space on things that are happening in the black sphere for example so like community femininity our bodies healthy mind uh, soul searching mindfulness etc like you know what kind of books people are reading what am i reading at the moment or p- other podcasts that we're listening to that can be helpful for uh women of color like myself um or just young women in general you know who are out here working hard for the money supporting their families um or if you're single you know how to support yourself becoming more independent So yeah, I'm really trying to move the podcast over to that sort of space. Not, you know, to take away from having guests on the show. I mean, I appreciate all the deadly sister girls that I've had on the podcast thus far. It's just that um, it's been so hard for me uh, to become more engaged in this because of all the stuff that has been happening in my life. Um, So yeah. I will, of course, be having guests on the show every now and then because it is important for us to be able to discuss things together, um, you know, and to have yarns and to get to know all the Deadly Sister girls that are around us, that are out here, you know, making moves and stuff. And we want to celebrate that and we appreciate that. And, you know, that's what the Black Girlish podcast has always been about um and i want to keep carrying that on through each episode moving forward okay deadly so we've touched on all of that stuff and now i want to tell you guys a secret well it's not really a secret i mean if you know me personally it's out there in the public sphere anyways but i am currently six months pregnant uh with baby number two and i have recently gotten engaged as well so um you know like I said, a lot of changes happen, you fellas, and um, it's good. Like, I really feel like, you know, Sister Girl Universe, she's out here looking after me. Um, this baby is totally a blessing, and I'm so grateful for my body. 
you know, that the way that my body is able to nurture this baby and grow. And um, of course, there's feelings in there around, you know, the body changing and, you know, not feeling myself as much these days because I'm getting bigger. But at the end of the day, I'm just so grateful to be able to be healthy and you know my partner is so beautiful oh my god you guys should totally see this ring it's beautiful i might put a picture up on the instagram page but keep an eye out because you know you never know i might surprise you also in terms of you know finding out what the sex of the baby is we've done that already and we're actually keeping it a secret from everybody uh oh my gosh we are totally falling into that cliche gender reveal i absolutely resent those by the way because it's a baby at the end of the day it should just be healthy be grateful for that but hey i love surprising people and i like i'm really looking forward to seeing uh their faces once we pop that balloon because it's a secret that me and my partner like you know obviously our kids as well we can hold on to for a little while longer and revel in that and love that um so i guess that's also a little surprise for you guys keep listening to the podcast so you know if you want to find out what i'm having i will i will eventually you know let it slip as i get closer i'm three months out from giving birth and you know you guys get to be in on the little you know surprise as well Cool. So now that I've caught you all up to date with uh, me, myself and I and what's happening with the podcast moving forward, I thought that it's um, actually time for you to get to know me a bit more in depth because I never really have done a podcast episode on myself. Um, I think it would also enlighten you as the listener as to why I think it's important as an Aboriginal woman to talk about um our stories our own personal stories our familial stories relationships and stuff um because it's constant healing for us as black women um you know this could also be for all women um you know whatever your background is young older mature it's talking is cathartic and creating a community where we nurture one another and our word is safe and you know our feelings are we're being taken care of by one another is so important and you know that's something that I hope for for you as a listener of this podcast is that you would want to take part in these conversations too and hopefully join me on the podcast wanting to share your story because ultimately that's what I want to do too I want to share your story as a woman of color living in Australia, you know, in these cityscapes, um, coastal environments, and how we really master the art of living in two worlds, because that's what we do. We really, really do that. And our stories are so valid and so important in that. And people have no idea what we have to endure, what we have to sacrifice. Um, You know, we wear many, many different hats and we need to remind people out here that we are on our game. We really are. And, you know, so that's the whole reason why Black Girlish is around. And I want this for everybody. So, you know, obviously if you're super keen, be sure to hit me up on social media. Right now there's only Instagram. and the podcast itself but you can find my email details um, on the instagram page too so go follow share the podcast and um, you know 
get people involved. It, these are really important discussions that we are having here. All right, so let's get to my story. Okay, so I'm currently 26 years old. Um, I was born out of the block in Redfern, actually in Camperdown Hospital. Wasn't actually born on the block, just to set that straight. Uh, yep, I'm currently living on Darawal country, studying and working full time. You know the go. Um, so yeah, I am currently one of 10. I've got five brothers and five sisters, including myself. I come from a very, very large extended family. My mob are the Wapabara, Gugu Yalanji and Wiradjuri people. Mum is a Kuvri woman from Armadale, Wellington, Dubbo area. And my father is a Murray man from Brisbane. But his mob hail from like far north Queensland, Great Keppel Island, Palm Island. Pretty sure I got family in Sherberg too. Shout out to mob in Sherberg if you're listening. Uh, yeah, so I have spent majority of my life moving around. Um, it hasn't been easy. There is a lot of complex trauma in there. Um, you know, it hasn't been an easy ride at all. It is what you make it at the end of the day. And I'm a true believer in. You know, we are more than capable of taking control of our lives. Um, you know, obviously we need to have some sort of role model or some sort of anchor that holds us to, <clears throat> you know, wanting to break these cycles of poverty, abuse, um, you know, drugs, alcohol, etc. cetera. Uh, you know, growing up on the block, man, it really, really does open your eyes wide. You know, I love my people, but fuck, we've we've had it hard, I'm telling you. And I understand why a lot of mob, you know, turn to these things. It's the trauma that we hold. And, you know, there hasn't been a lot of spaces for us to be able to talk about this and heal properly. And, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, want, I want to create that space for women like me or, you know, women, women who have experienced, you know, shit, in their life and they know that there's so much more out there that the world can offer us so yeah growing up in my family you know it was I loved it oh, you know I had so many siblings that you know it's true what they say your siblings really are your first friends they teach you a lot about yourself they teach you about sharing and socializing and um, yeah it was nice um, I love my siblings so much um, but yeah I, so when I was 14, I was, um, you know, I went into foster care. So, you know, that's a bit late for a child to go into foster care and to be fostered. Uh, it's really hard. Uh, a lot of people, you know, out there want uh, small children or babies and stuff. So, you know, me being a teenager, I was like, oh, fuck, it's really hard. Like, you know, how how is anybody going to want me? And, you know, so I went through the whole kinship, uh, like familial uh, placements first a lot of that broke down um, and then for a period of time I was living in a refuge for teenage girls and um, I ended up in the care of a white woman and I stayed with her till I was 18 and you know in some form you know she had helped shaped me into the adult that I am as well today she gave me a lot of tools to work with you know but as a black woman, it was weird for me. It was really weird, I have to admit. Um, 
no doubt there was care and love and all of this but you know I I had to be back with mob and you know as flawed as you know much trauma there was I belong with my people and it's just something that you know I don't know I guess others will not understand so you're probably wondering you know how did I end up in foster care well let's get to that but before we do actually I just want to say that I have had you know over a decade of therapy and uh, you know counseling to help me work through all of this stuff and you know I'm a huge huge advocate for uh, you know talking and you know getting therapy um, to help you work through your traumas because like I said these things do not get to define the rest of your life at all we can you know take control of our lives and switch it up okay so yeah all right let's start so i am a survivor of sexual abuse at the hands of my father this all started when i was 12 years old perhaps even earlier than that i do not remember um there's you know prior to being 12 there's a lot of uh, like my mind is honestly like blocks set out it's yeah it was like full-on um you know even after over a decade of having therapy and working through all of this and uh navigating relationships and stuff it, it's still something that is stuck with me but i'm at a place where i'm able to manage manage you know these feelings um and put them to the side to the point where it does not take over my life it does not define who i am and i am allowed to have safe loving respectful you know relationships with everybody and um, i expect nothing less really so obviously i've had a lot of you know trauma happen to me as a kid and as an adult you know it's it's an interesting thing to be able to look back and you know especially becoming a mama and having my own babies and my own family like I 150% know that I do not want that for my children at all. And I honestly feel like I have an obligation as a woman, a black woman who has been through that stuff, that I, I have to stand up. I have to speak about this. I have to educate people. I have to, you know, support mob Um who are currently going through this, who feel like they don't have a voice or they don't have anyone in their corner because that's how it felt when I was a child. And it's bloody scary, you know? Like I remember coming out to community, it was the most terrifying thing I'd ever done. And, you know, I went to the police because I was afraid that my community um, would shun me and shame me for what has happened to me as a kid you know i was a child in all of this and i think a lot of people had forgotten that and as a result you know i lost a lot of people in my life who thought i was a liar who thought i had made this up for attention who thought you know that it was oh my god like who thought that i had asked for these things it was really really intense and it was really you know traumatizing and upsetting to have gone through all of that but like i said as an adult now looking back 
I wouldn't change a damn thing. I would speak up 10 times louder if I could. Do you know what I mean? But it is what it is. The past I cannot change, but obviously the present and moving forward, I am in control of that. And I get to, you know, I get to have the people who love and support me and nurture my relationship, you know, with them just as much as they support and love me too. And I guess, you know, that's the whole reason for this podcast is that I want to create that community where we support one another. I know I keep repeating that. I know, I know, but it's just the emphasis that I want to put on this because I I know what it's like to feel alone and I know what it's like to feel as though you have no one in your corner. And, you know, even if it's you just listening to me, listening to my story, I hope it gives you the strength to, you know, um, reach out, yarn to your sister girl, um, or, you know, go check in with your sister, see what's up. Like, it's just, we need to take care of one another. We really do. And, you know, as women of color, Uh, as young women too it's um really the least that we could you know do for one another here uh so yeah that that's pretty much my story um you know obviously I took I took my dad to court uh you know without the support of many many people I went through ahead with it I helped others you know to come out and give them the strength to share their story too uh with what happened to them and uh, he's in jail for a long time and you know I really feel like justice has been served because it's a sad you know what really though it's a sad sad story and I know a lot of people are probably wondering why I have empathy for for my father but I mean far out like he's a person too I, I don't understand you know his psyche or anything like that i mean i'm really interested to know you know why people do the things that they do why people say the things that they say etc but he he loses his entire family but it's just a served because you cannot go around and hurting the people that you love that's not you know that's not love that's not care it's not kindness it's abuse it's controlling it's um you know domestic violence it's far out it's all of these things but um you know that that is just one chapter of my life and i've got many many chapters um and i feel like you know in a way i've had to grow up yes of course very very quickly um but where i am currently in my life i am so content i am so happy and that's because I put in the hard, hard work. Because like I said before, and I'll always say it, this will never define the rest of my life. And that's a promise actually that I made to myself when I was 14 years old, when I spoke up, I said, this does not get to define the rest of my life. I am, you know, deserving of love, kindness, and, you know, I'm deserving of a life where I get to be safe and I get to travel the world and I get to study and you know and I don't I don't receive criticism or judgment because of what has happened to me as a kid and I'm you know I can easily turn around and say to you right now that I am 
you know, I have done these things and I'm so proud of the hard bloody work and the people around me who have nurtured me and kept me safe um, because I've got to travel the world. Uh, you know, I'm at uni studying. I'm working, you know, in a, in a job that I love and I'm passionate about. I'm in a very loving, uh, kind, re respectful relationship with my partner. I have beautiful babies, you know. This includes my stepkids, you know, who love me and respect me. And it goes both ways. Um, so, you know, I'm at a point in my life where things are good. Like I said, Sister Girl Universe has really, really taken care of me. And, you know, call it good karma because, you know, life has dealt me a pretty shitty hand of cards in the beginning. Um, but, yeah, here I am. And despite, you know, all of the trauma and stuff that had happened in my family, I have a pretty solid relationship with my mom, my biological mom. You know, I love that woman to death. Like, that's another thing as well. Like, of course, when you're an angry teenager, you, you're going through, you know, your trauma for the first time, you, all the emotions. It was so easy to be angry at her because that's my mom. She, you know, she should have kept me safe. But as I, as I went through therapy, the years went by, I understood that she is a victim in all of this as well. Uh, you know, he was awful. They had such a tumultuous relationship. Oh, my goodness. Um, but today, like, you know, I, I love my mum and my siblings. And I'm just so grateful to be able to have them in my life. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and we're, we're sort of transitioning from that whole, you know, the trauma was the, the, the defining thing that tied us together as a family and we're moving away from that now and that in itself is so important and that says a lot about the healing that we have done as a family too. It's not to say that we don't have a long way to go, we do. You know, a trauma is a very precarious thing, it, it, you never know when it's going to pop up and uh, you know all we can do at the end of the day is to be aware of our triggers how we look after one another and you know how we can start living instead of surviving constantly so yeah that's um that's my story about you know uh me and my family and uh the trauma that i've experienced and how i've gotten to be the woman that i am today and um you know, I'm always, always reading. I'm always learning more on what I can do to be able to live my life less, uh, less trauma free. Does that make sense? Um, <laughs> I feel like I just made, made that up, but, uh, like, yeah, with less, with less stress and less, uh, like PTSD and less anxiety, uh, you know, and becoming a mum, as I said before, my kids, best interests are always at heart and I want to make sure that I'm always in top shape it, with my mental well-being for them because they are so deserving of a parent who is present and who is aware and obviously keeping them safe. I mean, damn, yeah, not to give parenting advice here at all. I'm not saying I'm top of the chain, whatever, but this is my own experience learning from that. and. I'm always moving, you know, always moving forward and hoping that I can be better than what was given to me as a kid. So yes, um, okay, so 
I know that was probably a bit hard for some of you to hear. I'm not entirely sure. As always, I appreciate some feedback. Feel free to DM me. I'm always here to yarn. I know hearing these stories can have, you know, um, a bit of a toll, a trigger on your, you know, your mental health and stuff. So, but please reach out whenever. Make sure you're looking after you and, uh, you know, you're getting the help that you need. Um, I will drop details on the podcast app where you can reach out to like helplines like Beyond Blue, etc. Free counselling services over the phone, totally anonymous and stuff. So yeah, but uh, I think we can move away from that now. I hope that gives you a bit more in depth, you know, about me. Um, You know, I'd like to consider myself a pretty well-rounded person. But for now, that's just chapter one of my story. I think I might do like a little um, three-part series to finding out more about who Tegan Lee is. Yes, the host of Black Girlish. So before we close out today, I just want to thank you all for even taking the time to listen to this story, for subscribing to the podcast and, you know, just being a deadly audience at the end of the day. Um, Yeah, some things quickly that I've been engaging in lately. Uh, I don't know if you mob have been reading any books, but I'm currently reading some hypnobirthing book. Uh, I'm not too sure about it. Hey, it's like holistic birthing about the whole meditating and breathing and all of this kind of like that. Um, I am a fan of doing no drugs when giving birth. I've only given birth once. So who knows? This one could be entirely different. Um, I'm also reading a book by Oprah Winfrey. Uh, It's called What Happened to You. Uh, Pretty intense book. It's about trauma and what trauma does to the brain in childhood um, and how it sort of creates all these neuron, not neuron, like uh, pathways in our brain that uh, carries the trauma. It reminds us instantly, uh, like, you know, it takes us back to a place whenever we hear a sound or we smell a smell or like we see something um it's you know not an easy read i'm finding it a little hard sometimes i'm slowly working my way through that book but if you're keen check it out so far it's pretty good uh new podcast that i'm listening to it's called she's on the money this is not a little plug by the way it's just uh, a really cool podcast for young women by a young woman uh, for financial information, uh, sharing stories about women, about how they have gained their own financial freedom and stuff. I really like that stuff. I don't know about you, but I'm finding that it's helping me to be a lot better with my money and like budgeting, etc. I mean, cause I'm a damn impulsive shopper. Like I'm pretty sure I just went into bonds today and I bought like $130 worth of jocks. Who the hell does that? Same time though, you know, big pregnant ass, things aren't fitting anymore, got to be comfortable. So yes, I I thought it was a very appropriate um, spend right there. But I think my partner, my fiance will uh, say otherwise, but we'll see when he gets home from work today. Uh, Yeah, so I think this concludes our episode. Thank you so much again for taking the time to sit with me today and listen to my story. I really appreciate you all. Uh, Next time you hear from me, I'll bring up the next chapter of my life. Um, Like I said, there are very many 
and uh, I want to enlighten you all, I want to share with you all and I hope that, you know, there's some things that you could uh, take away from today's episode. All right then, until next time, you know, stay black, stay deadly um, and look after yourselves out there. All right, see ya.